Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 189. Mm. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Yep. Philip Dassing. What's going on? Fucking K-Wags. Hey, guys. Mm. Uh, it's Kyle Wagner. Hello. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Dave Gregg. Yep, that's right. Dave Gregg's back. You nailed it. With his majestic beard. Mm. With his, uh, w- wait, who do we say you look like? Uh, or I said you look like Gavin McGinnis a little bit. <sighs> Totally not trying to cop his style. I promise you that. You didn't go to the barber. I definitely say, don't want to get confused. Do me him. up like Dave, or no, get, do me up like Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> do me up like Gavin. No, yeah. I'm just fucking with you, Gavin. But yeah, um, Davin. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. That's, you put two names together, and then they made a new name. Yeah, breaking it down. Hell Super yeah. funny, you guys. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, man, um, I like to, first off, I want to start off and let people know that we have a Patreon now. So if you want to help us out, help keep the lights on here in Anarchy Basement mm. and all that jazz, um, we all now do an after-hours program, which we make available for download um, after this podcast, actually. Um, it usually goes up uh, uh, around 11 p.m. Eastern time, and uh, it's usually available for download. And uh, if you want to gain access to that, all you have to do is uh, donate a minimum of $1 per month to us on the Patreon, and uh, you gain access to that. So that's something we're doing now. Um, And then number one, you know, Kyle just thought of this before we went on. It's just so obvious, but nobody thought of it. Um, We're just going to talk a little bit about Thanksgiving. Kyle, what are you thankful for? (laughs) Oh, Taxation. Uh, no, my my health, uh, my family, my family's health. Every everybody's doing well. Roads. Um, you know, some, for some people, like Thanksgiving's a very dramatic time. They have lots of fighting. Uh, they have to see family. Like it can be very stressful for people that don't have good family relationships. Um, you know, my family, everybody gets along really well. And Kyle, on Thanksgiving, um, we have you ever tried pretty, to like fuck a road? No. <laughs> no, that's Christmas activities. No, but uh, that's Valentine's Day, dude. You know, one one thing that I was talking about before the podcast was I was saying like as a topic, it'd be interesting to to find out like if you guys talk politics at the dinner table, because like my mother and my sister are pretty progressive. In fact, a lot of my family is leans Democrat. My Karen. father is a is a Trump guy, so like they all do butt heads sometimes. But and then I'm I'm obviously the only libertarian, and um. You know, it, it it can get a little contentious, so we just try not to really bring it up at the dinner table. I don't bring it up. If somebody else brings up politics, like, I'll interject with my opinion. We did talk about, like, the California wildfires a little bit, but that wasn't really... We didn't get so you too did, did political about it. Did you bring up, like, the it. direct microwave technology to, that caused the fires? No. The direct... <laughs> yeah. The weapons that the government used to start the fires. Oh, you, I think that, uh, that wasn't a topic. Okay. No. So, Kyle, right. so you're saying you're saying your father <laughs> is a conservative and your mother's a liberal? Uh, yeah, she's a she's a Democrat. Um, yeah, they they don't agree on politics. I mean, my father's a small business owner, so he is very familiar with like high taxes and and um the mainly the taxes. I mean, he's just like he knows he's not getting anywhere near the benefit for the amount of taxes that his business has had to pay, and he understands how difficult it is to employ people, how expensive it is, and uh, just general government incompetence. So. And he's not especially, he's not particularly pro-war. So once once you take that out, like, he's not bad, all in all, pol- politically. Um, he just is like, get the government off my back so I can get to work. And, 
you know, which, which I can I can live with that, you know, like that's pretty good. Hmm. So, so anybody else want to talk about their uh, Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. And turkey was dry as shit this year. <laughs> My dad fucked it up. Oh, it sucks, dude. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, I deep fried you and your family your own turkey." I was like, "That's awesome, thank you." And I went home and I carved it up and we ate some of it tonight and it fucking sucked. Oof. Wait, you ate some of it tonight? Yeah. Wow. So it's the first time you had it? <laughs> no, I ate some of it the other night. But like everybody, you know, my wife was like, this shit sucks. Damn, dude. Oh, yeah. Wow. And Putting your dad on blast. Let me just no, say, right? you know, I love my dad. He's actually more libertarian than Colin, uh, Kyle's dad. Dude, why don't you get him on the podcast, dude? Uh, I don't I don't know. Because he right. probably, I bet you he'd smoke. Oh really? I've never seen him smoke. I've never seen him okay. high, but I bet you he, he might. Okay, yeah. Why <laughs> That's not? That's more reason. Do get him yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't do it. No, probably not. Okay, no. okay. All right, but Kyle, he, he Kyle, likes. What, what about uh, your father? Would he come on the podcast? Uh, no, probably not. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to subject him to you know to me. He does. He thinks the uh, Libertarian Party is a waste of time. He's always telling me like, why don't you guys just join the GOP and and work with within that? So. Uh, he thinks I'm, I'm wasting. Point, though. <laughs> he thinks I'm wasting my time with the LP, and I'm always like, no, no, you know. But it's it's tough now since we lost ballot access. I'm kind of like, all right, I don't know what we're gonna do here. So, mm. Mm. Yeah. so yeah, uh, my Thanksgiving rocked. You know, I had uh, my wife's family over in my family, and oh, so, you hosted? Yeah, yeah. And, Did you uh, make the turkey? <laughs> no, um, my wife. She handled uh, most of the cooking. I helped out with some things. But uh, yeah, she um, she made an amazing turkey. Because I, I don't know about you guys, like you're you're uh, describing your turkey as being dry. It's like you know I'm used to like dry turkeys and stuff. You and, remember you remember National Lampoon's Christmas <laughs> Vacation when they like cut that open and yeah. like the thing just like the carcass I just always, opens I up at the ribcage. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I wish I had that. I'm just saying, like, like, <laughs> like, damn, dude, like that looks good. That sucks compared okay. to what I got. Well. Jill made um, like an excellent meal. She made like the perfect turkey, and then uh, what we do like after Thanksgiving is, uh, you know, pull the turkey and make like a shit ton of turkey salad. Mm. So and that's just adding you know mayo, celery, diced onions. Hopefully, no um, romaine lettuce, man. No, no, okay. no romaine lettuce. And then uh, I had the bright idea of adding diced jalapenos, and that shit was off the chain. That sounds good. Yeah, it was pretty intense. It's always better when you throw in, like, jalapenos. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Or (laughs) habaneros. You you know what's cool? Like, uh, at the grocery store a ways ways back, um, like, uh, my wife uh, found some uh, diced jalapenos in a jar. You know, cause oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I get those too. Uh, I forget it, who makes them. I'm just thinking of how many times I don't add jalapenos because, you know, it's another You don't want to pull them out and you don't want to cut them. It's another exactly. step yeah. in the yeah. process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but in, in the jar, these bitches come out like relish. And you can just dump That's them awesome. in whatever, yeah. and uh, they just always add some. I use sign like me up dogs. for that. Damn. I use, I put them on like hot dogs and stuff like that. Mm, shit, then awesome. uh, the other night while blazed, I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking, you know, somebody ought to make like a sweet jalapeno relish, you know? So it, it'll be like sweet relish, but uh, made with jalapenos. Ooh, dude, what and else? Like, dude. And th- th- then I Google that shit, and apparently th- there's uh, companies that do it. Oh, uh, damn. Now I know what to get you for Christmas. <laughs> Could have had PRL brand sweet sweet jalapeno relish. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. Amazon like Prime that shit. Like a good shit. idea. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to try some of it uh, shortly. No doubt. And then, uh, okay, so number one, we're going to talk about uh, Black Friday. So 
Um, uh, me, as far as uh, shopping, you know, one, I work in retail, so like, like I'm usually working on Black Friday. That two, sucks. two, like I've just hated malls forever, and it's like. I'm definitely not going uh, to a mall before Christmas. I try to get all my Christmas shopping done, um, you know, you know, online before the rush. Mm-hmm. Th- did anybody here experience any uh, black? Jared, you're a Jew. Y- you probably went out for Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I went to I went to Target like Thursday night. It oh, was. Would you camp out? No, I didn't camp out. We just drove my car and got out and went in. Okay. And uh, so you didn't go out for Black Friday though. Well, hold on. Can I finish my story? Uh, I suppose. <laughs> so thir- Thursday night I was at Target. So it's like pre-Black Friday. Um, but it it wasn't very busy. I mean, there were some there were some deals to be had. Um, I got some clothes, but nothing crazy. Uh, Friday, though, I didn't go to Black... I didn't go to anywhere for Black Friday, but I did order a new TV off of Best Buy. Um, a nice uh, 4K TV for only 300 bucks. 43 inch, yeah. So that's a much better. I mean, why go? I don't understand why go into a store on Black Friday unless there's something, some spectacular deal. Forever. Forever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless it's something you need right then and there and you don't. And I don't Amazon need social now. interaction. Dude, you know? my wife's best friend, she drove for Black Friday shopping. She said she'd never been, so she was going to go do it this year. There was some deal in Delaware. And she drove up to oh this place God. in Delaware to get a 65-inch LCD smart TV for only like 200 bucks. Well, so she drove up there for that, LCD? and I was just like, "Yeah," I was like, "I'm, not, I'm not doing that shit." I, I, wait, wait I what despise, was it again? It was a 65-inch uh, LCD uh, smart TV. Oh wow! Yeah, cool. 200 bucks. It was like 200 bucks. Oh, damn. Was it 4K? I think so. I think it was 4K. Mm, it's got it. Kind of got to be. So, you know, just, are you yeah, opening it up on Christmas, or did you? I didn't know. It was up? my wife's best friend. She got it for herself. But oh, she actually, okay. She went out to go like first time ever Black Friday shopping, and I was just like, "Go ahead, you do you. I'm not. I'm never doing anything like that." That is crazy. Uh, like, I can't imagine driving across the state to go and be in those lines. Or I mean, the videos have been all over the internet of. I, again, people just stampeding stores and stomping all over people. Yeah, it's such. There's bullshit. just so much shit that you can buy online. I know. I don't understand. <laughs> but then you're. But here we're probably gonna be told that we're uh, poor shaming people. We're poverty shaming. Well, them. anybody. Well, no, that's not poor shaming. That's that's poverty smart shaming. shaming. Okay, anybody no. that's you know going what I mean? into a store like those people are stupid. <laughs> no, because they, these people can't afford uh, these these products at normal prices, so they need to fight for this stuff that's to wrong. get it. For and when it's at their when they can afford it. So what you're really doing is, is you're making fun of a lot of people who are poor. Well, I got attacked for I, that. Yeah. On, did you see that? Like, I saw something like that. I it follow, was like reason. I every post in Kylosphere. I did not see that one. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was either reason or fee. I can't remember which one. Um, posted something like you know the beauty of Black Friday or Black Friday is the shows the beauty of capitalism or something. And some guy had the same thought I had, which is like, I don't think people like stampeding each other for a PlayStation right. is really all that shows the the wonderful side of capitalism, you know I, what yeah, I mean? I and, uh, you know, I was like, man, I had the same thought. And then this guy, Sterling, who, you know, I've argued with before, he was like, accused me of poor shaming and, and all this stuff. <laughs> and you, then further down the thread, he's telling, he's saying, well, I make over 100000 a year, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> this whole thread is like him just like attacking... He picked a fight over nothing, and then he know. comes back to tell you how right. much he makes. And then he's <laughs> bragging about his income. I'm like, you're an idiot. But anyway, 
Um, <laughs> no, I, you know, I mean, I like capitalism and I, I like br Black Friday. I, I think I support shopping. It's cool. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I'm I, like, pro civility, shopping. Right? Yeah, we should have some, uh, some decorum, some civility. You shouldn't. Shouldn't hit somebody. I, I can understand if it's like the last one on the pile, you know, and like somebody grabs it right before you, and it's like people are ripping apart pallets of TVs. And dude, stuff and I would just I would just bulldog into one of those stacks just like to add to the hype. <laughs> just I mean, just like tackle it, just dog pile on it, and then I would get up and not even grab one and go to the next <laughs> and just bulldog it. So just treat it like a monster. Add to the chaos. Let's do sure that you, one yeah. here, man. Make I'm sure down. you get somebody like filming you, and then you get it on uh, oh, CNN. Fuck yeah. or something. Then here's the black Friday. I would wait in line just to be <laughs> able like, to bulldoze something. Destroying people at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Davin? Yeah, Davin McGinnis. Davin McGinnis. Davin on the loose. Here's oh Gavin McGinnis of the Proud Boys. Somebody get happily this diving into control. a stack of Xbox Ones. <laughs> Looking like a fucking Bible salesman. Because that's what he dresses like. <laughs> oh, that's... Funny. I would never do it, it to the it, Xbox ones. It's not. I would poor choose shaming. like the the, it's the small screens. Right. It's not but poor shaming. That's what we're going to be told to call out saying. bad behavior. So, uh, so Kyle, you, that, so you didn't go out on Black Friday. I did not. But okay. I, I feel like um, unless you really want like a TV, a big ticket item, um, I don't know that, that just buying normal clothes, if the savings is really worth it for shirts and pants and stuff. And like my family, we do a gift exchange now, so. I used to have to buy gifts for like 15 people, and now we just exchange names on Thanksgiving, and you get one person that you have to buy a gift for. And so we try to spend like 100 bucks, like get on something pretty nice, but that's the only gift you have to buy. So that's a smart way to do it. it my family's so huge, much better. Dude, I only ever buy shit for myself on Black Friday. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it was funny. I was looking at Levi's online because I, I saw they were having a big Black Friday thing. And I was looking at their jeans. I was like, "Wow, they're like half off," mm. but they also marked up their jeans because exactly. I've been I just bought something yes. like uh. like a month ago. Like my wife got me a jacket or something like that from Levi's, uh, and and then they, then they jacked up the prices. Like it got it at like eighty dollars, and the prices went up to one hundred and twenty eight dollars for the same jacket. Now they're telling you, "Oh, we get you know half off." Yeah, I'm like, man, fuck. You yep. like yeah. I bought That's these jeans do. for like fifty bucks, and now they're trying to tell me I can have half off for you know seven, 60, 70 bucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I've fuck always off. bought Levi's for fifty bucks. Yeah, That's some horseshit. Yeah, no, they used to be like thirty. Yeah, well, way I mean, all right, but That's why I recently is that what they are now? Fifty. I just get. Like, I feel old. like the last time I bought a pair it was like. It's like fifty. Bucks. I do Old Navy or Target I'm, brand jeans. I don't even. I can't. I like mine to have Levi's. These are Levi's right here. I've had these for like ten years. Cross colors. I, no. I've like gone up like seven or ten uh, well, sizes yeah. in ten years. Dude, you bought you say old navy jeans. Yeah, old navy. One time I bought old navy jeans. I flew out to California for my buddy's twenty first birthday. Tried to jump a fence, blew out the crotch in it. Only <laughs> pair of pants I had the entire trip. Rocked them on the they, way home. Returned them back to old navy. So their <laughs> pants suck, but the return policy is pretty tight. You you flew they, back with a suck. hole in your crotch. Yeah. Well, I duct taped it. Duh. Whenever I'm not gonna you just, like that, you can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna you know let it all hang out. But she like did, I blew out that crotch like it was like you know, waiting you, for no, it. No, you could have. It was just like boom as soon as ones. I hit that 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 fence. Could have gone and bought a new pair of pants. I don't yeah, think you've saying, ever been to California. You're poor shaming. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah you'd be paying $150 for the yeah, same pants. No. I should have. Yeah. Really? Duct tape, bro. Fixes everything. <laughs> yeah, man. 
But that, of course, that it was, was like really a, hard to take a massive hole. And it kept going. It kept like trickling down my <laughs> leg. Like the hole kept just going. That's Damn. what they're known for. That's happens like a lot uh, when you're wearing them like throughout, throughout the day. Because <laughs> well, like I wear like Target brand, it never happens. But whenever I wear like Old Navy brand or like I've had like. Yeah, I've had Levi's before. Dude, Target's happens, got some nice shit. But yeah. Old Navy jeans always rip pop, from the crotch. Kind of dude, dude, Levi's stretch. I thought this was a libertarian punk podcast. Yeah, man. Let's Let's look at that fucking Target jeans. I don't know Fuck if yeah. you can see me, but like, <laughs> I'm kind of doing like a Kegel out. type Dave, thing. Dave's but like, like, look at my crotch. Look at the stretch action in these. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> these jeans. Look how the water just. Look at this. Look how the water forms droplets. Stretchy. Matt, can you see how wide I am? I, I can't. Let's try not to talk over people, though, because okay, that sorry. sounds like shit for the people in podcast. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, people. Yeah. I'm so, not. um, <laughs> yeah. So you wanted to show everybody your jeans? No, no, it's fine. <laughs> are, are you sure? Yeah, it's cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's this? Uh, number two. There was a Rand Paul filibuster. Yeah, uh, Rand is blocking the sale of weapons to Saudi Arabia. We've been selling Saudi Arabia weapons, which they've been using in what in uh, Yemen. Mm. So I, you know, from my perspective, it's like um, we shouldn't be selling them weapons. I, I've seen a Vice documentary where they showed like the shell casings in Yemen, say made in USA. Those people, <laughs> they see the weapon casings, like they don't, they don't know who dropped the bomb. They just see the bomb that says made in USA on it, and. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think we should be uh, selling them weapons for use in war, or just in general, in general principle. Um, but we do that all around the world. You know, I th it's probably one of our biggest exports. Weapon, you know, tanks, air airplanes, and uh, small arms and everything. I thought it was democracy. Right, and so I think <laughs> I it was freedom. I I don't think there you would get too much objection pizza. from libertarians on you know the government shouldn't be selling weapons to other countries. Ooh, <laughs> this fucking chair, bro. <laughs> I think Jared just it dropped his beer. Know. Or at least I think it was an empty can. Anyway. Sorry for the disruption. But, you folks. know, I think it's it's a shame that he has to filibuster it. You know, he has to, Why does Rand have to do this stuff by himself? Why isn't there a lot of support behind him? I think the him? only people who backed him was that, uh, the one Democrat... Oh, what's her name? Um, Tul she Tulsi Gabbard? Yeah, she yeah. called out uh, Donald Trump on uh, Twitter. I think it's Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard. Is that? She called Trump a bitch. On yeah, yeah, she said Trump was uh, Saudi Arabia's bitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's also talking about running for president in 2020. Whereas, I mean, it, what, you just gave me a look like, no. No, I didn't. No, but, I mean, I, I think she's like hands down the coolest Democrat that I've ever heard of in my entire fucking life. Yeah, I'll I, agree with that. She's been very anti-war, and um, I think we're very supportive of that. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm very supportive of it. I'm surprised that there's not more support for Rand and that so many people just are interested in selling weapons that, you know, could end up coming back to us as far as um, it's going to piss off the people of Yemen. They may blame us for bombing them because they don't know that we didn't drop the bombs. We just supplied them. Um, or those weapons can turn around and be used against us. They can fall into the hands of terrorists or whatever. So I, I just think it's a bad idea all around, and I, I don't know why we're doing it, but... You know, this is America, so I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of support for uh, for it. Yeah, it's it's crazy how something is, as something as a common sense, you'd think it would be just to be like, hey, let's stop selling these people weapons, let's stop interfering in these wars. But I, I mean, you're no one even cares anymore. Like, and Congress, you know, they look at Rand as a joke. Like they kind of like, oh, look at the little principled Rand over there, and I mean, his little curly hair trying to trying to stop the sales. Yeah. And they just like laugh at him and no one cares. 
And same thing with the public. The public doesn't care either. They're, they're fine with these wars because they're like, whatever, I'm, I got a job to go to. I don't care about anything else. But it's the reason for all this blowback, you know, is the United States government involvement overseas constantly. And it's going to, it's eventually going to come back. I mean, there's a lot of people in Yemen whose babies are dying, uh, parents are dying, and they're just, they're already in the in a hot den of, if that's a phrase, hot bed. Hot, hot bed. There we go. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, of like uh, radical Islam. And it's just going to, it's just going to eventually come back to us. And it, whether it's an American serviceman killed or it's a civilian in a terrorist attack. It's most likely, and it's going to be directed, someone's going to mention it, that we're, this is the reason why we're doing it, is because of, you know, what happened in Yemen. Yeah, It'll, I, it'll get back to us. No, no one, still very few people understand blowback. Very few people understand the idea that this stuff comes back to us. Um, there was stuff going on before 9-11. Like, 9-11 didn't come out of nowhere. Um, you know, if you listen to Bin Laden's speeches, he was, it was a revenge thing, you know? He was like, look at what you've done over here, so... Um, but people don't see it that way. They they consider that blaming America, whereas you're just trying to look at the reasons and the rationale behind what they say, why they say they did it. And then, of course, we're like, oh, they just they just hate us for our freedom or something like that. And we're supposed to, <laughs> I mean, which is the, the worst excuse, but, it's you know, terrible. I don't know. We do all this, the government does all this horrible stuff, which people are either unaware of, or if they are aware of it, they support it. And then when we get... You know, it comes back on us, and, and people are just like, oh, what? You know, why would they do that? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah, it, it's, it's... It's frustrating. It's like Scott Horton, like, is... He's, like, the most genius person about this subject, and we fund people who fight other people that we fund, and it's it's just a never-ending cycle. We we, we funded Al-Qaeda, who, who were the only real threat to the United States, we funded them to fight ISIS... And or against um wait what uh, we we funded them to fight the Soviet Union. Are you talking? Well, about... no, no, I'm saying now, right now. Oh, right now, we're on oh. the side to fight of the Syrian, the fight the Syrian yeah, government. Syria. Yeah, and that that's just where we're at, and it's just not going to stop. It's just yeah. going to constantly get more convoluted and confusing, and it's just but to over there, like people, they know they know who the enemy is, but over here, we're kind of like, oh, well, who? Uh, it's it's the Muslims. I who knows? But there's like. 70 different types of Muslims who are you know, who are pissed at us, who are pissed at each yeah. other, and God knows who's coming at us at what time, and I'm, I'm not saying, you know, we're expecting a, a terrorist attack, but, I mean, this could be a bomb blowing up at one of these bases or embassies overseas somewhere that they could get to, and I, I, just, see, I just see this as being one of the worst things the United States has done in a long time, is this blockade of Yemen. Dude, as long as we have the TSA, we'll be fine. <laughs> Don't you worry you about that. triggered me, man. Yeah. Bringing so, back memories. PTSD. Uh, fondled yeah. by TSA. <laughs> you know, good good for Rand for attempting to stop something that I think should be stopped. But um, eventually he's probably going to get overwhelmed, I would think. So he doesn't want the United States to keep selling to Saudi Arabia? Is that what I right. yeah. picked yeah. up? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Do you? Make, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sounds cool. so sure, man. Okay, so no. <laughs> whatever you guys say. Okay, down. okay, uh, Davin. So number three is about. It's, your... Excuse me, it's Davin. Davin. <laughs> hey, do you, do you know Devane? Devane. Devane. Devane on my dick. That's a... uh, <laughs> nice. All right, so uh, okay, number three is uh, is uh, Gavin McGinnis. Okay, Gavin, uh, apparently Gavin McGinnis has has. Uh, he's trying to separate himself from the, the Proud Boys, which he apparently started, but. And now I'm hearing that it's a joke. 
It, it, it was a joke, and then just people went with it? No, it's not a joke. I think... Or, or, or he... I, uh, well, or Michael Malice... Joke? Mike, uh, Anthony Cumio was on um, Michael Malice's podcast, and they both were like, how doesn't everybody understand that it's a... Because they just got classified as a... Uh, it was a, a, like an extremist group with ties <laughs> to white supremacy and stuff like that. And and they just both like laughing like, don't you everybody know this started out as a joke? Like, it's just a joke. He's just a troll. And this is how it all started. And sometimes, yeah, it's really confusing to tell when he's being a troll or when he actually believes something. But Gavin, like, it started out as a joke. I, I don't care if it started out as a joke. I mean, it's clearly not being taken as a joke by anyone else. Oh, and and the... the um, you know, the alt-right is full of legitimate white nationalists. I mean, they really do believe in that stuff. So um, I think from the article I read, it sounded like he felt like the FBI was really starting to come down on them or to, to look at them as a, as a dangerous group, as a dangerous gang, and he just didn't want to be associated with it anymore. And he was like, it was so weird, the article I read, but he was like, well, they don't have a leader anymore, so there's no, it's, no, it's not a gang because there's no leader. I was like, what? all right, I guess that logic will work. Like, kind of goofy. Yeah, neither do the, uh, uh, well, I guess, never mind. I was going to say the uh, the Juggalos don't really have a leader, do they? I, the yeah. ICP. But I guess the ICP <laughs> is the leader. The, the band, yeah. Yeah, well, they've I, got a couple. I had yeah. heard a rumor, <laughs> a leaders. and it might have been, been a joke or a spoof or something, but Augustus Invictus was, like, going to take over. Oh, Jesus was Christ. that a Was that a I joke? I don't know. Who's that? I, He's a big old piece of shit. That's a he, he was a former libertarian who turned uh, alt right, and he never I, was who, libertarian. Uh, the <laughs> The whole story behind who he is is so, is like really kind of long and convoluted, like because he seems to be playing a character, like like his real life is like an act. Mm. His real name wasn't Augustus Invictus. That's he took that from really? the Roman uh, emperors, and he has like delusions of grandeur. He thinks he's going to like lead the revolution or whatever. So, he also like was strange sacrificing guy. goats or something. Yeah, during we yeah, he sacrificed a goat and um, and he lost a primary, <laughs> a rare libertarian primary for to be the Senate candidate. Um, fortunately, and they had to go the Florida LP had to go through a lot of hoops to uh, eject him, but eventually, like they were able to ki- get him kicked out of the party, and then he moved on to the alt right, and uh, he was one of the sp- supposed to be one of the speakers at Charlottesville. At the Unite the Right the Right rally in Charlottesville, he was on the headline, like with Chris Cantwell and uh, what's the head the head guy's name? Oh, oh uh, what's his name? Anyway, uh, it's just Richard, not uh, Richard Spencer. Spencer. Yeah, yeah, Richard Spencer. Yeah, he was on the list with those guys. <laughs> so I saw a tweet from him saying that you know the Proud Boys had elected him to some position of authority. Whether that's true or not, I have no idea. And I I don't really follow these guys, but I. I do find it fascinating how obsessed, you know, the the Antifa and the left is with them. I found a flyer from the LP convention. You know, we have the Libertarian yeah. Socialists Caucus in the LP, and they were handing out this flyer that had, like, these are the, what do you call it, dog whistle words that I help uh, identify, you know, alt-right or white white supremacists. And they had free speech on there, and the, which free speech obviously is a very common libertarian talking point. That's not a dog whistle. No. So I got annoyed by that. I just found the flyer was cleaning out, cleaning out my bag the Dude, other day. you should day. have brought it. I took a picture of it. Let's I mean, see. Let's. We should run down the list. Yeah. All right, I'll pull it up. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, but I I don't know. You know, I think I think you have to be pretty crazy. Like you look at the kind of shit that happens to these guys being associated with these movements. I mean, they they get like blacklisted from society. They lose their jobs. Uh, they can get in all kinds of trouble, and then people are trying to beat them up and chase them down. And it's it's just like the the social stigma against it is like is a lot. And I don't know how you continue to earn a living being associated with some of these groups. Right. But they do it. You know. Yeah, unless you're like self-employed. Yeah, you know, because I mean, wasn't he just like banned from like Twitter and Facebook and yeah, yeah, they're all else? banned from every social Academy, media yeah. site. It's fucking weird, man. I, I I've never been into. I never. What's well, weird that he started out as like a Vice guy. Like he started. Yeah, Vice. I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, and he was like one of like the original hipsters. You're talking about Davin. I mean, Gavin McGinnis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, right. Yeah, he was a, a co-founder, I guess, with um. <laughs> With that Canadian guy whose name we were trying to remember earlier. All right. You want to hear some of the other ones? Yeah. Uh, so some of these, I guess you could say, are legitimate dog whistles. It's or... a bingo card, not a list. Yeah, it's, it's bingo. a bingo uh, card. Sorry. Let's go uh, Jewish question. Okay. That, that's that's not even a dog whistle. That's just an outright. Like... Right. Yeah, that's an outright thing. <laughs> yeah. um, all lives matter. No, I, I don't think that's a dog whistle. I mean, I, I agree. Like I, I said that. Okay, that's not overtly racist, and it's. I don't think that's racist per se, but they said that that's a dog whistle. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, bankers with the bankers with the parentheses, the echo effect around it. Oh, yeah, the three. <laughs> yeah, which That's not even. A, that's not a. Do these people know what dog whistle means? No, dog whistle yeah, is I, a subtle. Right, a, a subtle uh, saying it without saying it. Right, exactly. Right. But like but putting the three things are like a notorious Jew. That means Jew. Yeah, right? it's it's. I think it came. I, I did it evolve from Twitter. Did it come from Twitter? Yeah, it came from Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I that's a symbol that they, that yeah. is commonly known. So I it's agree not really with you. A dog it's not a si that's yeah. an overt, where it's exactly. not a silent. Yeah. Uh, nuclear family. <laughs> I don't know. I get. I don't see how that's a dog whistle. No, I mean it's a thing. This is, it's Mike so, Shipley's if, world. This is <laughs> right. No, exactly. I don't even think this I've is, heard that since like the eighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I guess they talk about like traditional family values. Yeah. I know that, but yeah, I mean, I can see I where like white I can see where you where you walk down the path from that to like homosexuals shouldn't marry. You know? Yeah. So okay, fine. I'll maybe I can grant that. It's a stretch. It's, it's walking, a stretch. It's walking best. down the path though. A path right. of ways. The pathways. Um, <laughs> what? Liberal it's academia. Down the pathways. Yeah. 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 Liberal academia. Also not a dog right, These whistle. are just dumb. <laughs> yeah. None uh, of these are like even making me like fourteen words, which is not a dog whistle because that's overtly. That's a Nazi thing, right? That's a Nazi thing, right? Yeah. Everybody knows that. So that's yeah. not a dog whistle. That's an. <laughs> that's openly a Nazi. Fourteen thing. words is a Nazi thing. Um, yeah. There's like what is it? The fourteen words of. The right. These have already been pretty terrible, know. but uh, let me see. Commies. They said that's a dog whistle. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. That's ridiculous. <laughs> right? It's short for communist. Yeah. You know, I, I've occasionally said the word commies. I'm, it's, I'm not dog whistling to anyone. It's just short. I'm literally talking about commies. Real <laughs> communists. Yeah. Yes. People who identify as communists. Um, white genocide. Also, uh, not really a dog whistle. Uh, yeah, I That's mean, pretty overt. Yeah, it's overt. I would say. Yeah. Uh, globalists. 
it's like it's like I think they just like went through Alex Jones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex, Alex Jones, Jones has been ranting and raving Where's, about globalists forever. You, you can say what you want about Alex Jones, but he's he's not a Nazi. <clears throat> no, I don't. I don't I think he say is he's a Nazi. No, I wouldn't say that. He's is he all right? Is Alex Jones off-right? Alt-right? Uh, Talking the mic, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't say Alex Jones is off-right. <laughs> alt-right. Yeah. Well, at the bottom, they say that... Um, they they say uh, signals in-group status to racists and nationalists. So this could be uh, dog whistles to racists and to nationalists. So I could see how you would include globalists to um, signaling to nationalists. But I, I think a lot of people are nationalists that aren't necessarily racist. They don't make that distinction, but I, you know. Well, yeah, and it seems like nowadays a lot of people are, uh, you know, basically saying that nationalism like is the same thing as racism. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah they've they've tried to intertwine those two things, and um, you yeah, know, it's like you know, it's not really the same thing at all, especially <laughs> when your nation includes a diverse, yeah, group exactly. Of people. Like but, if you're America first. I mean, there's nothing in there that that I think insinuates white. Yeah, they you know do. I mean? They do though. Right. They right. they take that as being talking about uh, white America. You say um, they? You talk about commies? I mean, I think it's dumb either way, yeah. but <laughs> that's a dog whistle, Bill. <laughs> I, mean, right? I, think I don't know who you're is... dog whistling to, but um, sorry. What are you saying, Jared? Oh, I was just gonna say. I mean, I think nationalism is mostly a dumb idea, anyways. But I I don't know that specifically. Uh, that were necessarily racist. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll do a couple more, and then I'll just... Uh, Blood and Soil is on here. That's really the only one. That was my introduction to the concept of dog whistle, because they said that uh, Jeff Dice yeah. included that in his speech as a dog whistle to uh, the white supremacist groups, and I had never heard of that before. I'd never even heard of a dog whistle before. And then, like, a week later, they were marching and chanting blood and soil and that was the first time yeah i guess the second time i'd ever heard it because the first time was when jeff jeff dice said it so anyway i'll give him that one uh some of these like law and order uh, let me jump in here real quick sure, one man. of our uh, commenters has provided a pretty succinct definition okay um the concept of a dog whistle is one in which when said sincerely is not a problem but when said with specific undertones is a sign to mean something else hmm. so yeah i mean saying blood and soil in another context, might not be. It might not be necessarily anything yeah. aside from whatever that context is. But if you, there are people in your audience, I guess that may, um, you know, th that can can hear it in a different light, or you know, get sort of like a signal from it of your uh, loyalty or whatever, then. That would make it a dog whistle, which I don't think that Dice was doing. They've got, uh, let's see, physical removal on here, which is a, <laughs> a common uh, Hoppian um, <laughs> phrase or saying, you know, I don't know. Did he say that? Yeah. Must be physically removed or something. It's part some of um, the democracy, God, that, or democracy, the God that failed. He says it in there. I need to. But I've um, actually heard an interview with him, and, you know, maybe he's backpedaling, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's not necessarily talking about or the other one. What he claims is that he's not even necessarily talking about picking, rounding people up in helicopters or anything like that, or even rounding them up in cars. He's yeah. just talking about sort of using your your private property 
to control like who who has access to it you know like so if you own a business and there's certain undesirables that you don't want in your community every business decides that they're going to sort of uh get these people out um and it can also be uh, forcibly removed doesn't according to him doesn't necessarily mean with physical with physical force it could be um, well, you know, it could be arguing with these people until they leave. It could be physical, shaming these people. Physical removal implies well, physical wa- force. them out with some shackles. Well, is it physical removal or forcibly <laughs> removed? Physical removal. So I take that to mean well, we're physical, gonna we are going to pick you up and yeah, shuck your ass out. I, I yeah, I don't think there's any other way to interpret that. Yeah, I don't. I physical. I don't know what the is. actual text is. All I can recall is what, what I heard him saying, and yeah. I'm not saying I buy it. I'm just why well, you re- know re- reciting it to you. Yeah, we we're paraphrasing. If, it, if really. you support property rights, um, you know, if somebody comes in and lays down on your couch and refuses to leave your house, most yeah. most of us would support the idea that you can have them removed or re- try to remove them yourself if possible. So, yeah. you know, trespassing is a common it's a problem like you can't just have somebody like Come in and eat your food and right. just hang out in your house unwelcome. So I guess the idea is, you know, if... Because if, he's writing about... I think in that context, he's writing about sort of like an ANCAP society or, or something along those lines. Well, very quickly, it jumps into immigration policy, right? Because it goes, well, what if, okay, we'll extend that to a country and say if a country doesn't want um, Mexican non-American citizens to be allowed should the country be able to expel them. So you, all, it's only one small step to take it up to a societal level from a private level. I mean, but if you ignore the differences between public and private. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I get I get where they, how they get there. Sure, I get, I get how they get there, but I think it's a little bit of mental gymnastics. Conflating, said, conflating, you, it's like the whole, oh, you know, you, you lock your door at night. Like, well, I, I don't think that's a valid analogy. I don't think it's a, I don't think one follows from the other. What was the other one? What, the other one on the list was a welfare horse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't usually uh, hear that phrase. Maybe, maybe Arvin, Arvin would say yeah, I was Arvin has a lot of dogs. Ar- Arvin will say that one a lot, but, um, I, that's I just more of that. a, I mean, that's just like a Republican term. You know, yeah, like, a lot. Half the list was just normal Republican talking points. I yeah. thought. So I kind of was just like, know. "Geez, yeah, just stupid." Let's just move on. <laughs> Sounds um, good. CNN dim. Oh, okay, so yeah, what's this whole thing about CNN trying to dim the sun? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Phil knew about it. I don't know. <laughs> Tell us yeah, about CNN. I, I was like really kind of shocked about because everyone's everyone's talking about the wildfires that are happening and. And people started giving Donald Trump shit because Donald Trump immediately kind of went after um, the governor of California was like, look, you know, this is kind of your problem. You know, what did you expect to happen when you, you set up all these protecting the wild or protecting the, you know, the wildland or whatever in the forest? You won't let us, you know, you won't go in there and like cut down trees that are so close to each other or, or control birds yeah, or not, not even that, but like even just like raking up like. He used the term like raking up the leaves in between the trees and stuff like that. Like, you're not allowed to do that in some of these from some of these laws they passed out in California. That could be. And um, even though I think I forget who went back at him was like, well, you own most the the <laughs> of the uh, pu- uh like the parks in California, like the federal federal government owns, parks. Yeah. 
So, but it, it, he had a good point, and people were just like, oh, can you believe Donald Trump said that? Can you believe he would say just the solution is to rake up the leaves? Like, oh, my God, are you how crazy does this person sound? We have a better idea. We're going to spray chemicals in the air to dim the sun. So they said, <laughs> to, to they said it as a joke. Global warning. He didn't really say it as a joke. He was like, yeah, you, just, like, you guys won't even rake up the leaves. I forget the exact tweet. It was something along those lines of, like, you got, like, you could have prepared better for this. And it's just, he's right. I mean, a lot of people, knowing that wildfires are such a big issue out there, you think that they would go in and cut down trees that are too close together, kind of um, get rid of all like the loose like leaves and debris on the ground, like kind of clean it out, make it more... Because all that stuff does contribute to the, the spreading of wildfires. Well, you could look at it from a liability perspective and say, whose fault is this? And who's, you know, whose property was this forest fire allowed to go on? And I'm sure a lot of it was public property. And you can say, you guys have destroyed our homes, and so you guys are responsible for paying for our homes. But then they would just make the natural disaster case. And of course, you know, if you're going to blame it on the government, it's like, well, who do you appeal to other than the government? So and those are some pricey homes. Yeah, they're very <laughs> multi-million dollar homes that got destroyed in Malibu and, yeah, and everything. Dude, people were like pissed off that um, uh, the Kardashians were were hiring private uh, Yeezy, firefighters. Easy, easy, got some to save their house. <laughs> and yeah. people are like, "How dare you? While you, your house burns, you know theirs is being protected and just." Stupid yeah, bullshit. That's, like, I mean, that's the envy, the envy of the left, yeah. and it's like, well, no one's stopping you from from paying for a for, for additional fire protection, but I'm sure they probably still had some damage, and it, it's just a horrible disaster. And uh, apparently, the flames they jump like six lane highways and stuff like that because it gets the embers get picked up in the wind, mm -hmm. and it's just all really dry out there, and it's really hard to prevent. I'm not an expert in forest fire management, so I'm not going to be like Trump is just sort of like, hey, there's a fire. You guys are doing a terrible job. Like, may <laughs> maybe they did everything they could. I have no idea if it's the leaves. Yeah, me neither. I live on the other side of the country. We don't have any... I, we rarely, if ever, have forest fires here. So CNN basically said the solution is to do what they did in the Matrix? Did they dim the sun? In oh yeah, they did take out the sun because they, the uh, they like sh they like they did blotted out black chemtrails yeah. all over the sky and right. So, yeah, so the that's their here, solution. It's actually from CBS, the one uh, Good, uh, Matt uh, shared this in the group, and he said apparently they, they said a fleet of a hundred planes making four thousand worldwide missions per year could help save the world from climate change, and they said it's relatively cheap. That's a good thing. It's relatively cheap, guys. And um, what is a good thing? Yeah, and it's they're gonna spray planes spraying tiny sulfate particles in the lower stratosphere around sixty thousand feet up. That's what they were trying to do, and that eventually would dim the sun, so it would help regulate temperatures. This sounds like a terrible idea. Are you taking acid over there? Like, <laughs> I mean, how do you, know that, how do you know that that's not a valid thing? Are you a are you a climatologist? Okay. Are you a, so are you I'm, okay. a astrophysicist? All right, but I mean, if we want to go on this this plausible. This whole thing of, of you know cool say we that it's man-made climate change like we're gonna agree to that that it's happening in the first place okay so if we agree on that do you think it's a good idea for it to have the government responsible for spraying chemicals up in the air no yeah exactly <laughs> does that make anyone feel I'm just easy? saying like, in, in principle if like it, it, I mean in principle if it was let's say it wasn't the government doing it would you support it or not? I mean, no. I wouldn't support it. 
I, I don't think that things are are often a lot scarier sounding than they really are. I mean, what are they I mean, spraying? I, like, not... is this stuff that would, if it landed on you, would you notice it? You know, or is it just something that interacts with the atmosphere? Or it's something that give me cancer? Or like... something that'll make the frogs gay? <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> be anything's <that>. possible. <laughs> maybe it's the just... maybe the toads as well. I don't think we should mess with the with the sun. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea. I don't think we're messing with the sun. <laughs> That's what the proposal is. I mean, there's all the light, of, the light from we the don't, sun. We don't know what kind of the effect this is going to have on plant life. You know, there's lots of things that use um, photosynthesis to, you know, yeah, like uh, every create plant. energy. <laughs> yeah. And a diminished sun could have uh, catastrophic effects on our environment. And I just don't like the sound of uh, essentially shading the earth with chemicals. Sounds, yeah, this it was sounds likely, like something that could go horrifically this wrong. This was likely like an undergrad paper that CNN got a hold of. So I wouldn't put too much stock into it. I, I don't watch CNN. <laughs> I haven't seen the network in this quite some time. Is, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, this is tell you guys this is from. It was actually, it was like a peer-reviewed thing. Um, hmm. It's like to say, say it's, it's from, okay, that's the conclusion of a new peer-reviewed study in the environmental research letters. Hmm. So it's not something that's just like one guy's talking about. Like this is something yeah. that it's. It's been talked about before, and it, apparently they're thinking of it like seriously doing it. And I just, yeah. I can't see Trump doing that. I just, I don't agree with anybody. Or anybody in the EPA doing it. Uh, Yeah, I know. But, I I mean, so you would have to get approval from the whole world. I mean, what if, what if, what if, yeah, because it's not one country. Right, you can't just, it would be an international project to pump these chemicals into our atmosphere to try to shade. I don't know. The whole thing sounds kind of ridiculous. I don't know. I don't think Trump cares because he gets his spray tan. So he doesn't really, (laughs) he doesn't doesn't need, like, the sun. I don't know. There's just lots of things that you never really takes, think about. He takes vitamin D pills. I mean, there's a lot of unintended co- consequences of yeah, just the small like butterfly effect of messing with the environment. I wouldn't feel comfortable with it at all because I I don't think people want to sit there and say like they. Meanwhile, we are alarmist. pumping tons of CO two in the atmosphere though, so in a way we're already kind of doing something similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're just Are, not spraying it out of air. Airplanes. I thought that's what was causing the global warming because well, it's, isn't it like that's what I'm saying? It's retaining the energy. Is that what's happening? That's what I remember from school. They said like it's creating a the the, the sunlight comes in and then it bounces back and it gets trapped traps. as if it's a greenhouse. Yeah, and so, that way it raises the temperatures of all the the um, of all like the, uh, the oceans and it causes right. the poles to melt, which dilutes the water which means that right, rising, I mean, I, you know i'm playing a bit of happen i'm playing a bit of devil's advocate here but you know we are already spraying chemicals into the atmosphere okay all right on so massive in ma- at a massive scale okay but so i mean I, that doesn't mean spraying more chemicals is the answer but <laughs> let's just say like it's like it, we were it, told it's, that this is the reason well, this is happening is because companies are spraying stuff in the air right. or whatever, but and then we're the solution is spraying more stuff. Right. And that's more of a of a sane logical thing to accomplish as opposed to just managing the 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 forest out in California so they don't spread. Mm. So wildfires don't spread. And I just don't see it as I mean, I'm not a I'm not an alarmist when it comes to climate change or global warming, whatever you want to call it. It just sounds very sensational and it sounds like a like a Ponzi scheme for Ponzi redistribution scheme. of wealth. That's all it's, it comes off to me as. Well, they wouldn't. This isn't really a welfare state thing. This would be uh, just a government. I think it would be a boondoggle, <laughs> but just a government spending thing. You know, I, it, when I hear redistribution of wealth, I think um, 
you know, re, um, well, I'm talking about actually like cap and like trade policy, welfare. stuff like e- that. Either corporate welfare or regular welfare. But I think this is that's what cold cap and trade thing would be. I'm talking from that that aspect of everything to talk about. This just sounds mm. kind of just kind of out there, and I don't who would be in charge of doing it? Yeah. Who would regulate it? How could you? How could you possibly know the long term effects of this? How could yeah. you get rid of it? Say if the temperatures get too cold on this planet, how could you reverse it? How could you get the sulfate out? I'm sure there are people who are thinking about this. But I mean, do you really know what like? Well, hold on. We've you... got a we've got a chemist here. Okay. Oh. Um. He's also Ooh. the one who uh, helped us with the definition of dog whistle. Sweet. Two for two, bud. Um, and he's uh, yeah. And he's saying it isn't really designed. Is it? Uh, it isn't designed to really dim out the sun. It is designed to refract the solar radiation using sulfates as an anti greenhouse gas. So essentially, reversing what the CO two is doing. Um. Think about how snow reflects light back up. If you coat something with a sheet of ice, it will redirect the visible light back on your eyes. But then he goes on to say it's a dumb plan, but it could potentially work. Okay. So, but yeah, I mean, the logistics of pulling something that off, like that off, both politically, I mean, really mostly politically. <laughs> I mean, because you'd have to convince the entire world to go along with it. You'd have to convince the Trump administration to do it or wait until they're out. But by then, it could be too late. Yeah. Um, it sounds like science fiction at this point. I would probably wait until it's actually a real proposal. Sure. To really debate it more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably know. premature on that shit. Probably. Next topic. Uh, yeah. Let's let's do that shit. Yeah. Let's go. Um. So somebody's reporting sex workers to the IRS. Yeah. I. The I've heard about this. It's all over my news feed or on fa- on social media for some reason. Uh, it could be a totally fake story, but supposedly this guy named David Wu was reporting. Um, what started with Snapchat. Snapchat has a premium service where you can pay, and then you subscribe to certain women, and you can see their nude pic- like nude pictures or nude nude videos or whatever. How many subscribe to Kyle? What's that? How many do you pay for? None. Oh, okay. I, I've heard are there this. some that are free. I heard this. I heard, I heard this just from Jared before the podcast. So I, <laughs> I can't actually attest to the, the truth of it, but it sounds, wow, throw me under the bus sounds there, like Kyle. something that they do. Jared, same anyway, question. So now you're uh, just slut shaming Kyle. Uh, no comment. Yeah. <laughs> I follow, um, fit exercise, fitness exercise on Facebook, which is, uh, good looking women who work out a lot. I find it motivating. For mm. exercise, oh, yeah. it's like motivating for you know, exercise. Yeah, kind of exercise, Kyle. Lots of crunches. You know, some of the girls <laughs> like, have like eight packs, and you're just like, uh, you know. Wait, motivating to like get them, or motivating to like be like them to work out like, uh, with like the jerk off, chick yeah, workout pants, and like <laughs> I don't get. I'm not Kyle's trying to fit himself into a nice pair of yoga pants. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they're. It's, that's really, the it's really brightened up my Facebook feed. You know, it was all just like <laughs> depressing libertarian politics, and now I have like some girls working out, and it's 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 better. It's an improvement. How does the GF feel about this? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So this guy, I don't know what axe he has to grind, or if he made this whole Is thing up. Insult? It's an elaborate troll, but supposedly he reported one of these girls to the IRS for not paying her taxes for the income that she made. Is making off of Snapchat. Right. Maybe true, may not be true. How does he know? Um Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But she well, she bitched about it. Allegedly yeah, whoever I saw it was the of it. was upset that this had happened to her. 
So she would have to be in on the troll. Who the hell knows? You know, I don't know. I I think most libertarians would oppose this. Well, they don't think people should pay taxes at all. Um, <laughs> but we're supportive of, yeah. um, you know, prostitution. It actually made it into our platform this year that the the party is pro-prostitution. So I don't... I don't think it should be an illegal source of income, an, I an illegal source of income, and then should it be taxed? I mean, preferably not, you know. Just like any other occupation, shouldn't be taxed, right? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, I don't agree with the income tax. I, I would like to see us um, fund the government it through different kinds of taxes. I just, it, you know, you're punishing work or you're discouraging work taxing people who work and then you're rewarding people who don't work and those are the the opposite incentives we want people working and not laying on the couch watching daytime television so you have mm -hmm. to you don't it's like just reward you don't want to reward the behavior that you don't want exactly reverse so incentives. reverse incentives yeah so anyhow isn't that know. isn't that in canada that's legal in canada what's what? that sex work I don't know. I, I mean, are they, we talking prostitution when you say sex work, or are they saying sex workers like they just show, show their bodies on... Uh, well, it technically encompasses everything. I mean, it can encompass um, strippers. All porn the stars, stuff like yeah, that. Porn exactly, stars, yeah. all that's technically sex work. Right, but yeah. but prostitution's illegal. Prostitution is illegal. Yeah, it's it's not... It's not are we talking it, Canada? Oh, I don't know about Canada. Well, I'm just saying, in so, so prostitution's illegal... But yes. being a porn and all other types of sex work, sex work is fine. Yeah, if you For film it, it, it's not le illegal. <laughs> this really? this is um this has to fall into the same category as cam girls, right? Yeah, they're on camera. People are paying to see them. Right. So I don't. I think this is legal. Kind of, I, I don't know how. I don't think the argument. No. <laughs> you had to think about it for a second. Yeah, I I was just like, what? You know? No. Have you? No. Yeah. That's I don't good, think the good fast I don't, nice. You ever I seen a hot chick on chat roulette? Like, I was like, have I? No. Oh, chat I, roulette, man, that was hilarious. I don't. I don't think the argument is whether it's illegal or not. I think it's just. I mean, there's not even an argument going on here. We're just pointing out the fact, or we have, we're commenting on the fact that that this person was not reporting her earnings to the IRS. Someone called on them, called on her, called her out on it, or called them on her allegedly. Yeah, and now she's getting audited. Um, I think all of us agree that that's pretty fucked up yeah um now there is you know there's always the people that are like well if i'm paying income taxes she should be too uh you know i don't take that standpoint i say if you can get away with not paying it then don't pay it you know um i pay mine yeah um fbi when you get a w2 well fbi's listening and they're telling you the you're getting a w2 or you're a contractor and you're yeah. getting a 1099 that form is going to the irs and then the irs is going hey we know you made this money where's where's the return mm. right so they have that ability to to check you but if you have uh if you're able to get paid some other way yeah uh and there's no reporting to the irs then they don't know about it and it's much harder for them to find you so, so I guess they, I guess what they do they go after your they look at your bank account probably if you or, get audited they do yeah but as long as they don't know right and they're not auditing you and you're getting money either through PayPal or, or some other way like they just don't they're not aware of it you're not getting a 1099 you're not getting a, a W two so you're able to stay under the radar and that's how a lot of people are able to avoid income tax mm -hmm. they have they get paid in cash or what have you right interesting. All right. Um, do you want to hit this uh, this last or second to last story? 
This yeah, is there's really not much really to go um to go on. Uh, really, just kind of just me going off on a tangent. But um, this apparently last July, a uh, a little seven year old girl was shot and killed uh, in Baltimore City. Um, I think it's right up here, like in Edmondson Village, which is like a mile from here too. And it's this girl. I I, I think there's. I, I want to think. I don't know. There's so many murders in Baltimore, so it's kind of hard to get to keep track of which one this was. But I'm pretty sure there's a video of just these guys just jumping out of cars, and they have it on video from like a security camera, just running out in the middle of the like apartment complex and just start firing into this apartment complex. Just wow. about like I think now that they arrested like six or seven of them. Yeah. Who did it? I think this is the same murder, but um, this her name was uh Amy Hayes, or no, I'm sorry, Taylor Hayes, and she, um and she died. She was only like, seven years old, and apparently the other night, like right after, I think it was maybe Monday night or I forget exactly when it was, and uh, this this week, her five year old half sister was found shot in the street, um by a neighbor. And the thing I find so appalling about this, which I thought was a joke, because I, I didn't read an, a follow-up story about it. I think she she's expected to survive. She had to go through surgery, and like it hit her back, and it came out her like her groin, and like they had to give her like emergency surgery, and she survived. She's expected to survive, but apparently her fucking gram her grandmother sent her at like eight thirty at night, sent her to go to the end of the block to go pick up something from the corner store. And she said, I could see down to the end of the block. She was watching. She was looking out the window because she could see to the end of the block. Sending her five-year-old to go to the store. Five is, is really Five young. years old. Yeah. And she ended up getting just shot from a stray bullet. Like, just shot. And Awful. her neighbor picked her up, and they rushed her to the hospital. Like I said, she was expected to survive. But, and, like, there's this, like, picture that they took of it. Um, They found, like, her little doll that she was holding was, like, laying on the street covered in blood. Wow. Um, from the story, and just like this is what happens in Baltimore, and it's so appalling. So I know, I know, uh, I might be dog whistling here when I say nuclear family, but where was the nuclear family in this? Like, I don't know. It's 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 just all a story, and it just it couldn't bother me more knowing that like I have a daughter, or I have a son actually who's about the same age as this girl, and she was in her bed. I mean, he's in his bed sleeping at seven thirty, seven forty-five, and yet. This well, dude, I child see, like, being sent out at five years old, sending out to the end of the street to go get something. Yeah, I see kids in my neighborhood. Uh, I mean, I don't live in a bad neighborhood, but it's in Baltimore. And, like, it's a little white trashy. Um, yeah. And I see, like, these white trash kids just kind of, like, running around at, like, 11 o'clock at night. I, That's I, racist. I, <laughs> oh, I, you know, I would And I'm like, just like, what, what, is, what is this doing? Like, I, would like, I know this yeah. kid has to be in school tomorrow. You know, I'm not a supporter of, of you know, the public education system, but, like, I know this kid's got to... Get up at like six a.m. tomorrow. They just need sleep. Yeah. I mean, I just need to be in a safe, warm place, like yeah, asleep. You he know? should be running around at eleven o'clock. I mean, my parents wouldn't even let me stay up till like, yeah, like you said, like seven o'clock. Yeah. It's a shame, you know, our culture is that's how it is now, and I would like to live in the culture of like the fifties, you know, the Lassie generation or whatever. Like that seemed like a way more wholesome. I mean, era. I don't know about all that with like slapping your wife if she talk if she talks. No, no, back not to all. You, but... I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying yeah. like you can, you see these old black and white things, and you know everybody's so wholesome, and the kids are all yes sir, yes ma'am, and it's just a very respectful society, not a lot of crime, and you know now it, it's just horrible. Um, it's particularly Baltimore City is is really um, is a rough city, so. I uh, I don't know how you get back to the the time the era when people didn't have to lock their doors, 
and I it mean, was just much safer. Yeah, there's certain, certainly something to be said for the nuclear family. I'm not sure that that's like the only way to to run a family. I think the most important part is having a family that supports the children and you know makes wise decisions, like not like not like sending your kid out, you know, at 8 p.m. When they're, the five years when they're old. five years old. It was their grandmother. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's that getting, doesn't necessarily require... It's requ dark at like six yeah. o'clock right now. Yeah. yeah that's the, like two exactly. hours after dark. In her defense, yeah. I mean, it is a little ridiculous, but she's not expecting that kid to get shot on her just on a quick trip to the corner yeah, store. No five doubt. five no is doubt. too young. No doubt. But if, if she still, can like look out the window and watch her kid, she, if you can she see probably her, feels like it, it, it's, you know, okay. Yeah. So it's just, you know. And then when you when you live in a neighborhood, you know, you tend to get, you know, comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, but how about the true. context of just simply my half sister was just murdered and just shot randomly the, like, your a caution? few months ago? Like, how about yeah. let's keep a little bit more extra, you know, vigilance or whatever, whatever word you want to use. Just watch your fucking kid and keep them, put them in bed, and don't. I don't know. It's just I just I, 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 I don't know. Really man. fucking pissed off. I think the solution is we need not vigilance, but vigilanteism, man. <laughs> Somebody needs to go like fucking Death Wish down Wait. there, dude. Fucking Charles Bronson. Oh, I thought you were going Batman with this. No, no, Charles Bronson, <laughs> Death Wish, dude. And on that note, okay. Um, until next time, live free or die. The flags and the tax forms in red Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine You can't justify killing by economic gain For God, country, and democracy You can put freedom in death point in a fine land To support the truth that bring them home I believe the jokes will do the best for you And I believe that we have the power That's the way!